why are local television commercials so bad? They're awful, and we all know it, we all see it, we all make fun of them, but why do they continue to be made? In this episode of Midwest Mindset, we are going to answer that question, why are local TV commercials so bad? And I'm gonna give you three things you need to do, or maybe not do, so that your commercial doesn't suck too. Welcome back to Midwest Mindset, the podcast that makes marketing simple and easy to do. I'm your host, Matt Tompkins of Two Brothers Creative, where we want to make your marketing easy with the easy box. You give us 30 minutes, we give you 30 days of content, and we post it for you on all your socials. All of them. Yes. Joining me in the studio here today, we have the other brother of Two Brothers Creative. Oh, is that me? That's me. That's my key. Austin Anderson. Oh, yeah, that's uh, it. I've upgraded. Yes. I've been replaced. You've been replaced. Uh, <laughs> there was the a other, ceremony. You missed it. Oh, okay. The other other brother, Myerden McHugh. Myerden. Myerden's in the studio. He's uh, punching up the buttons and the, the, the knobs. A lot of gizmos and gadgets in there. And last, but certainly least, give it up for my blood brother. Blood Brothers. Ben Tompkins. That's Benjamin what I, Tompkins. I wanted the company name to not be Two Brothers. I wanted it to be Blood Brothers. Blood Brothers. Yeah. But then True Blood came out and it was like, we were like, you know, marketing, branding. We're like, we can't, we can't be identified too closely with vampires. Yeah. Do you ever just stop and think yeah. how we're all just full of blood? Yes. Ooh. Yeah. Did you know that blood is actually blue until it touches the air? I don't think that's true. It, I think that's an urban myth. I don't, I think science. <laughs> Get out, Austin. Get I don't know. spreading misinformation. Science, that's misinformation. That was what, I mean, my kid learned it, you know, in school. I know. I've heard that too, but I don't think it's actually accurate. Oh. But I've heard it's green. <laughs> Is it? Like ooze? <laughs> yes. I love how in Nebraska here in Husker Nation, everybody says, we all bleed Husker red. And I'm like, uh, isn't it everybody's blood red? Yeah. A lot, <laughs> a lot of, uh, a lot of losing. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Well, there's a lot of bleeding. Lot of they can't yeah, stop the bleeding, bleeding now. Exactly. Get a tourniquet. Okay, so this is a question I think, you know, uh, this was made relevant to me again last night. Watching, have you guys ever watched local high school football? I think they call it Thursday Night Live and they have like a Friday night version. No, I mean, but I want to. I've seen clips. And when I was a teacher, I would see clips of it. Yeah, and it's, yeah it's pretty low production. Yes. Um, first off, you never see the announcers. No. You only hear them. And one of them is a recognizable voice, but they never tell you who they are. There's not one point where they made an introduction. So it's just some guy talking like this. I don't know who taught sports announcers or newscasters that this is the way we want to hear them talk because it sounds ridiculous. It is. Where did it come from? I have I, no idea. I, when I watch the news, I think that. I'm like, who started this? I, yeah. And why, when they would go to school, they're like, this is the way you talk or you will never Why am I ending right. my sentence like this? <laughs> Just talk normal. Like, what is the deal? What's happening? Tell us the uh, origin. So I'm watching it, and they have all of these, like, just shameless plugs from advertisers on there. And I don't blame the advertisers, these companies, because, like, they're hitting a the market, you know. I think it was, like, a Westside football game. So they're hitting the rich, they're hitting the rich, rich families. Oh, yeah. You know, Nebraska Furniture Mart ads, Ortho Nebraska. I mean, these kids are going to get hurt. Oh. You might as well get the plug in now. So I don't blame them at all. But the way it was just presented, it was really cheesy. It was just a plethora of local television commercials. In fact, the entire halftime show was just one long 20 minute commercial break. And I saw so many- Back to back? Back to just, and they would cut back to the field, but it would be a shot of the field. 
And then they would cut down to the field with this pre-recorded uh, paid advertising. So they have like somebody from NFM there with the guy on the sideline. And he's like, so tell us why Nebraska Furniture Mart is so amazing. And then he would just do his, his you know, obviously rehearsed lines. And like um, the guy that they had from NFM, um, and I love him at NFM, but it's not a knock on him at NFM yeah. at all. Like, I mean, I love all their stuff. Because they don't even need to me. do that. They're just doing no, that to support. They're just doing yeah. it to support. So I, it's not a knock on them. But whoever it was that was doing their public relations, he, he reminded me of like, you know, those inf inflatable arm guys they have at like car lots? Yeah. Those, wacky yeah. inflatable arm guys. Those scare me. If a wacky inflatable arm thing was embodied as a human being, that would be this individual. His <laughs> just was talking like this. So it was just the he's most. a terrifying looking person is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. um, so anyhow, we're watching this and they kept cutting to all these local commercials. And that gets to today's topic. Why are local television commercials so bad? And I, I have a hunch, a few reasons. Most of, I mean, I'm not alone in this, right? For, let me just clarify that. Like, cause I'm pretty sure everybody sits and just makes fun of these terrible local television commercials when they come on their TV, right? Um, oh yeah. Yeah, I don't watch local television all that much. I feel the same, I mean, not to get off track, but about local radio too. I just, with all these streaming services and everything, I very rarely plug in and tune in to the local, the local networks. Yep, I, well, I'm the same way. But they've always been bad since they've the, always been. and they, there's no there's been no change. Yeah. Usually the reason this happens is because what TV stations will do is say, hey, if you come do an ad budget with us, we'll produce your commercial for right. free. Right. That's usually how it starts. And that is my first tip here. So why are television, local television commercials so bad? That is because, number one, you're letting a news station produce a television commercial. Tell me what in the world, just because they own video equipment, that's really the only thing they have in common with like a marketing company. Yeah. They have no clue how marketing or advertising works. They have all they have is you're listening to the people who talk like this and think this is a normal way to talk. And you're going to let them bring your company. Shoulder pads are still in yeah. fashion. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Coming and, up tonight. And hey. we can't have more than one woman on the screen at one time. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it just is dumb. Like it's so archaic and backwards. I mean, I love I love anything that's low budget Hollywood, which is why I love local news broadcasts because they're still so just they're on the cusp. Even when they have money, they don't they still can't just pull it all together. Yeah, you know, and it's just fantastic to watch. It's like watching a train wreck. And walking into one of the buildings is like walking into the nineteen ninety. It is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, well, that's and that's if you have people there anymore because some of these like KETV studio now their new one in Omaha where where we're based out of our hometown here, Omaha, Nebraska, uh, Midwest mindset. Uh, <laughs> it, it's super nice. Like it looks like you're in like CNN headquarters. Oh wow. Uh, I know WWT has a new studio it's pretty nice i haven't seen the finished version i was there when they're doing construction and broke in stole some things um but i haven't seen the finished version of it um i would say that this studio that we're sitting in here now is the next nicest studio in omaha behind those two and they spent oh, yeah. millions of dollars i can tell you right now we did not so you don't have to have a huge budget i guess is my point to have a high quality in product but just because you have a high quality studio doesn't mean that you know how to no. produce high quality and effective commercials you got to have it's like they don't have anyone that has an eye for it for yes. even for the uh their studio so here's my first tip when you're doing a commercial even if you're getting it done for free because you know everything good quality is free right that's that's we've all discovered that to be true. Oh, right? yeah. yeah. If it's free, 
There's a reason that it's gonna last forever. Free. There's a reason that hot dog is free, folks. It's <laughs> not real meat. Um, but I think the first tip is don't listen to a television news station when it comes to producing what is going to be a direct reflection of the quality of your product and service. This is a direct reflection of your company. So think of this, the first impression you have or that you give somebody is gonna stick with them likely forever. And so they're sitting there watching television and they see a multi-million dollar first national bank commercial come on. And then they see a multi-million dollar, you know, Mercedes Benz commercial come on. And then they see yours. And yours is, it's just it's, terrible. It's hard to it's even terrible. explain It's that hard now. to explain how bad it is without seeing how bad these are. That is going to be what they think of you and your business. And it's going to be, it's going to cost you so much money in the long run to try and turn that around. Now, I think there are some ways around, like if you use humor, if you're like, hey, we're inside, we're in on the joke with you about how bad this commercial is. Yeah. Um, but don't listen to a news station to make the final decision on how you're portrayed to the rest of the world. Because that is, in a lot of ways, it's it's permanent. Well, that it goes impression. back to the point that we had a couple episodes ago of just because you're good at one thing, just because you're good at reporting the news, mm -hmm. doesn't mean you're good at coming yeah. up with effective commercials. I mean, news stations don't, I don't have a clue how to run a news station. You wouldn't put me in charge of running a news station. And I would agree with you. I'd be like, I'd be the last choice to do that. But news stations don't know, they don't know shit about marketing. They don't know shit about advertising. And they don't even know, I don't even think they know what human beings actually enjoy just yeah. based on the way that they talk. And like, I mean, you can tell, I love going to different cities. It's like every Walgreens and CVS is exactly the same. And every news station, the way they cover the news is all exactly the same. Yeah. The same way they speak, the angles, the shots, the cutaways. All of it. It's like it's just rinse Who and repeat. Who is going to break the mold? I why is everyone? Why has no one strayed from the format? I don't get it. <laughs> I demand I answers. I really don't understand. And they're like, why are our ratings down so much? Let's blame the streaming services. Yeah. Well, maybe it's because you're putting out a shit quality product, and it's just like the same since 1985. I don't understand. I really that don't is, get it. That is, if you have a commercial made today by a news station, it will look like 1985. Yes. And there are commercials from like 15, 20 years ago that businesses are still using. Oh yeah. So we had a, we were, <laughs> we were meeting with Eric Crouch. We were doing some videos for him and he was telling us about this commercial he did like 15, 20 years ago. They're still using it on the air as a commercial. So like we have like, you know, 25 year old Eric Crouch <laughs> in these videos uh, with him. I think Tommy Frazier was in them. Right. Um, and people are going, man, he's a like, wow. Yeah, he Eric looks, really looks good. great. Yeah. What is the skincare treatment program he's using? Um, one of my favorites though, cause like here's a local news station. They're going to, A, they're going to let, they're going to do two things. They're going to let you run too far with this. And I'm sorry, you're great at running a business. You don't know anything about marketing yourself. We think we do. Cause we're like, I know what's funny. I know what's entertaining. And if marketing was just that, if it was just coming up with a creative idea or a funny catchphrase, uh, you know, you'd be right. You'd be great at it, but that's just 2% of the equation here. And so they let business owners run with these ideas that they, they a, an expert on marketing advertising would tell them, would coach them, say, listen, here's here's the end result of what could happen here if you go this route. How about this option? You know, let's let's flesh this out before we just do what happened in my favorite local commercial. And then I want to hear about yours. My favorite local commercial features Tommy Frazier. And I think he's the owner, I don't know his name, of Lebanon Mattress Factory. And so in this commercial, and I'm, it may still be running today, 
Tommy Frazier, uh, you know, two-time national championship, legendary Nebraska football player. They're doing the traditional cuts like, this mattress is 50% off. This mattress is this. This mattress is this. And then at the end, they cut to this notorious scene where it features the owner of Lebeda, I assume he's the owner, old guy, looks like an owner, sitting, laying in a bed, like pillow behind his head, laying right next to Tommy Frazier <laughs> in the bed. The owner doesn't say one line of dialogue. He's just laying He's next just to Tommy? staring at Tommy with the biggest, creepiest oh. smile on his face. Like. <laughs> and then Tommy delivers some line and he doesn't do it that well. And I don't blame Tommy. He's not an actor, you know. He's just, he's Tommy. But was, it, was his line, I forgot protection. <laughs> so bad. And then after, the editor didn't cut. So then there was like a long pause. So like Tommy goes, yeah, stop by my friend Levita today. And they both look at each other. And then it ends. It's like the long, it's just awkward. It's weird. There was another one I saw last night. It was this guy. Apparently there's someone in the Nebraska like defensive line. He's, I guess his nickname is the polar bear. Yeah, polar bear. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm not familiar with this guy. I kind of. See how by now? He's a white person. Is this the SOS commercial? Guy. We're, we're just polar bears. Yes. Have you seen this? Yeah, I've yeah. seen this one. Yeah. So this guy, so they have, I'm assuming it's probably, because this is what it is too. Like, and that's my next, my next tip here. You don't need to be in your own commercial. Like hire a spokesperson, hire an actor. Come on, we're cheap. We don't cost a lot of money. All right. Find someone who's charismatic within your company. The owner does not need to be in the commercial. And we see this, I'm assuming, I'm making the assumption here, I could be wrong. What I would guess happened here is they were like, I'm gonna put my wife and my kids in this video. They're sitting in the living room and there's this fake snow and they're fake shaking like it's cold and it just looks really cheesy. And then the polar bear jumps up with a horrendous polar bear like head thing. Uh, what? You, not a mask, but like, like a mascot, like a mascot head helmet. Yeah. And he jumps up going, Arr! and then you cut to the polar bear who who they do this cheesy like he slides up onto the screen. So it's not to call it animation would be being far too kind. I've got to like see he this. just slides up and he goes, hey, everybody calls me the polar bear. And first, then, then I'm like, whoa, whoa, hold on a second. This is the first I'm hearing of this. Like you're yeah. the polar is, unless your nickname is so synonymous, like, you know, Johnny the Jet Rogers, like he, okay, everybody's calling him the Jet for 50 years. Yeah. The polar bear? Yeah. Did you name did, yourself? Did anybody it's, validate this nickname? No. I think I, it's at inside the Husker, it's a Husker football inside the Husker football community, it's well known. Okay. I think it's playing on the you know notoriety of Husker football. He's a Husker football player. Um, so that's what I think what they're trying to go but for. But you could do that without the commercial looking like crap. You don't have to also make a crap, you don't have to make a crappy commercial. You can have fun with it. I'm not saying you don't have fun. I'm not saying you use a spokesperson, like even if it's really bad acting or it's just, hey, they're a, they're a famous player or whatever, celebrity. We just want them in the commercial. Yeah. That's fine, but you don't have to make it such a low budget Thing. I, I think, think part of the problem is is that it's the the sales um the sales person that's selling the package and then they help put together the commercial, even though they know nothing about yeah. it. And I only know that because I was with a company and uh building a marketing department for them and one of the local news stations, you know, reached out and same thing, hey, if you buy this many spots, we'll do your commercial. So then I started going, okay, well, what would the commercial be? And we started going back and forth and she was giving me all these ideas like, okay, yeah, we could do that and this, but she didn't know, she had no experience whatsoever in, in how to establish shots 
or what things would look like. Tell like she's just in that. That's just part of her process. Like you got to sell it, but then you, she's got to help like produce this she's commercial with no now. experience. Yeah. Well, I think on the other hand, it's about, I mean, we've talked about perception before. We've talked about authenticity and the storytelling aspect. Yes, I think you can easily produce a bad commercial and it's totally ineffective and does far more damage to your company than good. But then there's also a certain level of authenticity and genuineness that comes from these people are a small business trying their best. It's obviously they don't have the budget that NFM does or the First National Bank does. So knowing where are you coming from, what is your attempt? Like, what are you trying to really do with this mm. and stay within that that stay within that lane? Because you can be cheesy, low budget, mm. even if it's not humorous. But if you're authentic and people believe you, then it can be just as effective but as if, any other if, commercial. If, if you're if you're saying we're in on the joke with you about how low budget this is, no, that that's true. It is. It, it is, I think people have in their mind, they're saving what, I mean, you get a producer, a, 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 I don't know, three to five grand around that price, you could probably get a decent production done of a commercial. You're spending what, 20,000 or more on an ad run? Like spend the extra few thousand dollars to have somebody who knows what the fuck they're doing to produce this thing, because it, otherwise you're putting that other 20 plus thousand dollars in the actual ad spend for the schedule at risk. You can have fun, you can be authentic, you can be cheesy, you can be in on the joke. It doesn't have to be a, it doesn't have to have flyover drone shots like First National Bank or Cornfields and you don't have to spend a million dollars. But it also doesn't have to be this just crap quality thing that is, it, it, it is far too often it just becomes, you become the butt of a joke. Yeah. You're not in on the joke with, with people, you're the butt of the joke. Right, they're laughing at you, yeah. not with you. you know? And then, yeah, to spend you know, very little money on a commercial that you're gonna put tens of thousands of dollars behind to push out, if, like, if you really think about it, is nuts. Well, I think, and that's my third tip, like cheap isn't cheap, and free isn't free. You know, we've talked about how social media, people have this misconception, well, social media is free, you know? And so I'll just post on social media. Social media is not free unless your time has no value. So if you're gonna add up the amount of hours you're gonna have to dedicate to social media management on a daily and weekly basis. And then you say, okay, what if you spent that 10, 15, 20 hours a week getting a couple new clients? Like you're losing a lot of money. So you're spending money if you're spending time. That's just yeah. the bottom line. And so cheap is not cheap. It's gonna cost you far more to take the cheap route in the short term than the than the long, the, the, uh, if, if you invest money on the front end, it's, it's going to pay off dividends in the long run. Cause you're gonna have a video, a commercial that's gonna hold up for years. And so you can put thousands and thousands of dollars behind this thing. You can really invest in this long term, and then you're not, you don't risk becoming the butt of the joke. Um, so cheap isn't cheap, free isn't free. And I would say a, a bonus kind of tip here, you know, don't listen to the news stations, uh, hire a spokesperson or an actor or somebody on, on camera, don't be yourself. That we see a lot with business, the owner, and he's on camera, and I've been at these shoots. Oh, yeah, and me you, too. You think I've the done. final take that they actually approved to get into the commercial was bad? Just imagine if you saw all the other takes, but, where it's like, "Hi, I'm reading a thing in front in front of me, and I'm yeah. incapable of human emotions." Like, and it if is you, that how you yeah. want to be represented to the rest of the, the 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 your to all of your potential prospects and customers? Yeah, I mean, I don't get that at all. Like, you're doing more, far more harm than good. It and, really is that like the perfect example is Will Ferrell and Talladega Nights where all of a sudden they're fine, they're talking, the camera turns on and they're just like, what am I doing with my hands? 
Yeah. Where do I do it? They just lock out. And there's a level of you want to be careful in telling people not to be themselves because you do want them to be themselves, but you also want people to be honest with themselves. I think that's, in the, uh, if you're honest with yourself, be honest that you shouldn't be on camera. You yeah, shouldn't be the yeah. person. Um, you can hire somebody to represent, or maybe you are really good on, on camera and you can be yourself. You don't want to be fake. I don't think that's the recommendation we're telling people. I think it goes back to like the pitch, how they're selling this, because they're playing to the business owner's ego when they say, we'll put you in the commercial. Right, exactly. And so as the business owner, we think, oh, me? Oh, shucks, like, really? I don't know if I could do that, that'd be cool. And they go home and we talk about it with our spouse and we're yep. like, they want me to be in a TV commercial. And then it's their not kids on the, like, you're gonna be on TV? That's it's so not cool. on the business owner. I think it's unfair to put that on the business owner. Right. That is an injustice on the part of- They're kind of being manipulated. The, they are definitely being yeah. manipulated. Because if the person actually cared about the end result of this video that they're creating, they would say, they would not pitch them to be in it unless they were naturally uh, naturally could perform, have charisma, and just actually be themselves and read a script on camera. Right. If they can, if that's not their thing, you know, that may not be their jam. That's fine. You know, there are so many other options because and it's it's hard for, too. I think for the salesperson that sold it because they don't want to lose the sale. So even though they might think this person is going to be terrible on camera. Yeah, they just they go with it and they're like, no, you're doing great because they don't want mm -hmm. to say, bad, yeah. oh, you're doing bad. And then have that person. They don't go, well, I'm not going to ad spin. You want them. You want the, the customer to be honest. You want the, the people producing it, the, the business you're working with that's producing the commercial to be honest as well. I mean, honesty is a huge, huge factor in producing mark effective marketing. Yes. And unfortunately, uh, most honesty in general will hurt some feelings. And and it's avoided. And when we, when we establish our core values, I put like honesty is at the top, it's number one. And there are a lot of times I, I've had clients where we just like, I don't think we're the right fit for you. Yeah. You know, and I'll help you find what is, but you know, I think there, it, it's it so is. It's so key to be able to be able to do that. Local Did that television, take you a while though first, like just over all your years? Well, yeah, when I started this? out, when I first started out, like you have to, you're taking, you're saying yes to everything and yeah. you learn really quickly because those clients that you knew you had a hunch this isn't really a good fit, they end up being, it, the whole relationship gets soured in the long run. And so you learn some hard lessons that like, I have to be honest with them. You know, it can't just be about making a quick buck every chance I get, right? Um, and you'll make more money in the long term if you commit to that approach. Um, but yeah, the a lot of agencies in marketing, a lot of television stations, I think probably 100% of television stations, they do not have the interests uh, the best interest of the business owner at the forefront of this at all. No. They just want to make a quick buck. They want to get you to pay for ad time on their station. They're desperate for cash because Ben's only watching streaming services and people aren't watching local television anymore. You know, I mean, it, that, they are desperate to get your money. So they're going to manipulate you and they're going to tell you whatever they need to tell you. And they're going to go back to this old playbook of, listen, it's free, right? It's free. Can't beat yeah. that. We're going to produce for free. And then you're going to dump 20, 30 yeah, grand. Yeah, and if the it's terrible, spin. they're yeah, like, well, yeah, you, know, you know, but you, but didn't pay you were in it. it. You were in it. So that's yeah. the reason it was terrible. It's not on us. You know, if they really gave a shit about the business owner and they really wanted to actually help them increase sales, grow their business, they would be honest with them and say, listen, like, we would love to have you like sample. If you want to be in the commercial, we'd love to have you read uh, some scripts, but we have actors on standby, you know, a couple hundred bucks, 300 bucks for a, a day um, to get this person to come in. 
they are a professional at doing this. And so they're going to come across in the best possible way. Because that's that's my last tip here. It's like kind of a bonus one. So, so far the three we had, don't listen to local news stations. Uh, cheap isn't cheap, free isn't free, and hire a spokesperson or an actor um, unless you are naturally good at doing that. The last thing is you have to keep the customer in first place at all times. Because I don't think I've ever seen a local TV commercial, even national commercials make this mistake, where they are saying the customer is the hero of this story, the business is the guide here to help them and call them to action, give them a plan, you know, show them here's what you need to do. Business owners, and you see this on, I mean, probably 80% all websites, we make it all about us. And commercials are, are no different. We make it all about us, the business, and we don't make it about what our business can actually do for our customers. And that is where you're going to win. And it's an easy thing to do. It's just a mindset shift. Right. You know, you have to say the people don't care about your business. They just don't. You care about your business, right? You know, it gets because you have to. People don't care about your business. They care about what you can do what your business can do for them. Right, you know? because they just want to know how are you going to help them thrive and survive? Mm -hmm. So that's why you see commercials that you, initially you think they don't make sense, like drug commercials, where it's just like happy people frolicking in a field, somebody doing, you know, sidewalk chalk, chalk art. And you're like, what does this have to do with, uh, with, with STDs? With, <laughs> what does this have to do with shingles? Which by the way, is it just me or the shingles commercials getting a little bit terrifying these days? <laughs> shingles yeah. in general is terrifying. It's, it's, it's like, they're really yeah, being very like, ominous. One in shingles, please. in death? Yeah, like, shingles lay in the darkness and they could come out at any moment. Like I'm like, well, <laughs> yeah. Um, but the reason they do that is because what they're doing is they're painting a picture of the end result of using that product or taking that drug. That's what they're doing. And that's why they work. And so if you're, if you're trying to come up with creative ideas, I would just default back to the simple premise. All right. What is it? What's the problem your business is solving for your customer? And then how can you paint a picture in any medium, your website, a story you tell, a blog you write, a social media post, a television commercial, how can you paint this picture of that end result of your solution to that problem? And when you do that, you're going to win because everybody tries to be cute, funny, creative. And when you're having a television station, a news station produce it, it's not going to come across as any of those things. We're going to laugh at it, but for all the wrong reasons. Um, and I don't see a lot of people keeping that. Yeah, that, that kind of well, mindset at the forefront. The, the salesperson, too, a lot of times is the one that's writing the script. <laughs> they gather all the information from you and from the website yeah. and then they write it, but they're like, they're a salesperson. Like, yeah. That's their talent. That's their craft. Yep. <laughs> and then they're like, they just write something. And then, cause it I've is, read them personally with this. I'm yeah. like, what is this? <laughs> it's the equivalent of like, and I don't, we only do this with like marketing and advertising where we think because we just let people do it, right? We say, oh, you're a salesperson. Yeah, sure. You do the copywriting. Right. You write the script for this commercial. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, like we don't do that in any other area. I don't call a plumber to come change my tires. You know, I don't hire an electrician to come replace my roof. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I, you know, I do hire Ben to build all my human cat trees. Um, because yes. he's good at building oh, human cat trees. They're so comfortable. Among other things. But um, <laughs> human cat trees, the new running uh, reference point, I think, here in the podcast. But yeah, we don't do that in any, you don't call a, 
your plumber to perform surgery on you? Why are you letting some person who's an expert and good at sales do something they have no fucking clue what they're doing? They have none. And that's why these commercials start off, you have no guidance, they do not have your best interests at heart, and they're just trying to get your money. That's really all they're trying to do. And you know, I what I, what I found interesting once when I was uh, working for a radio station cluster is that, um, like I thought it would be best to have a copywriter who's good at writing commercials and scripts and telling stories, write them for all the sales agents, mm. you know? So like they do the sale, then that the copywriter gathers it, writes it and does that. And then, but what it ended up happening is that a lot of these salespeople, they wanted to write the scripts. Cause that was like the fun part. Too. Everybody wants but to be they, creative. They want to be creative, but they weren't creative. Yeah. So they didn't want to like let or that not go. Even that. I wouldn't even go say because everybody's creative. Everybody, yeah, you're right. But in they different. just don't know how to write. They don't know how to write. They haven't yeah. done any sort of training or practice or anything. They don't know yeah. the rules of the game that we're playing here. And then that's why it turns out bad. It's not that they couldn't write. Right. They just don't know how to write. You know? Yep. Right? Yeah, no, right. right. No, I think that, that, yeah, that's. Yeah, that's right. All right. Uh, for Austin, for Ben, for Myron, I'm Matt Tompkins. Thank you so much for listening to Midwest Mindset. Don't forget, if you want the easy answer, the easy button, if you will, to your marketing, it is the easy box right now. Uh, the link is in the show notes. You can get started for free. You give us 30 minutes, we give you 30 days of content. We do know what the F we're doing, what we're talking about. So you have that going for you as well. We are not a news station, but I am going to close out the podcast like this.